What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matt Massacre here for episode 21 of Straight to the Core, and I'm really, really unbelievably happy to be back behind this microphone. You have no fucking clue how long the last two weeks have been. And uh, I just want to start off by apologizing to those of you who were looking forward to an episode last week. Uh, I did have to postpone it due to the fact that I had a couple teeth pulled last Thursday. And I mentioned it briefly in episode 20 about I didn't know for sure whether or not I would have to postpone the episode last week due to the fact that I was getting some teeth pulled. And uh, honestly, the whole process of getting them pulled felt great. They did three shots in Novocaine in each cheek. And it was the upper molders I had to get pulled. And uh, on both sides. And uh, like I said, they did three shots in each cheek. And I, I literally had to ask the dentist if he pulled like he pulled one of them first. And I'm like, is it out? And he's like, yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he yanked the second one out, and that was that. It was probably the most painless, easiest dental appointment I think I've ever done. Like, period. It, 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 I, there was a lot of pressure, but no pain until I got home and you know I, I got the teeth pulled had a bunch of gauze in my mouth looking like a fucking chipmunk uh, you know went to the grocery store got some prescriptions filled got home you know I got them pulled around noon uh, got home and settled down about 5 o'clock and right around then is when the Novocaine wore off and that's when the soreness kicked in and um, it, it felt like I got punched in the head six different times on each side of my face and it, it wasn't like a pain pain it was just fucking sore and it hurt to do anything I felt I felt like I was gonna be sick you know I couldn't eat I was afraid to eat uh, because of the you know the sores where my teeth were you know and it, it sucked it was bad so due to all that I um I had to cancel or not cancel but postpone the episode last week which I really really didn't want to do but I mean I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because I didn't have time to do it the Wednesday before like I thought I would. And I tried to schedule the dental appointment for Friday because I record everything on Thursdays and then upload everything on Fridays. And they were completely booked on Fridays, so I had no choice but to do it on Thursday. And it was just a mess. It was a mess. And uh, But I feel fine now. I feel great. Everything's healing up. Awesome. Um, the first couple days were kind of rough, but I feel great now. And... Uh, Fuck yeah, man. It feels good to be back behind this microphone. It's been way, way too long. I know it's only been a couple weeks, but it feels like a fucking lifetime. Uh, you know, I got to walk by the studio every morning, you know, every afternoon when I wake up because I work third shift. I get home in the fucking morning. Let's be real. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's so episode 21. It's going to be a great episode. And uh, this episode is kind of a more of a personal episode. Comes more from the heart for me. Uh, the band On My Six, they are locally from Rockford, Illinois, same as me, but they've done so much stuff for themselves, all by themselves, and they've, they've toured the country and, and, and seen things that I, me, myself, personally, could never imagine I would even have the opportunity to see, and these guys did it themselves, coming from Rockford, Illinois, and this episode is honestly inspired by Mr. Timothy Edwards, the Rev of the Revolution Regional Radio Stage. It's a hour-long show that airs every Sunday night on uh, 104.9 The X, the local radio station, and Timothy Edwards, he goes by The Rev, or Timothy Edwards, or whatever you want to call him. Um, I call him The Rev because he's been, that man has done more for local music than in this area than I could fucking, I, it's just insane how much passion and just love he has for local heavy music. 
around this area and he does like i mentioned he does he works for the local radio station among other things on sunday nights and uh he plays uh, uh an hour long block of local music every sunday and he's been doing it consistently for years and it's really really awesome to 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 have that for the local music scene in this area to be a part of and on my six um they've been around for eight years and they've done a lot for this community as well as a lot for themselves when it comes to touring and doing amazing things and uh, recently as of last week they announced that the summer of 2020 will be their last and I got a lot of memories with these guys I've grown to appreciate them as people all of them all five of them Rick, Stu, Crevy, Red and Lucas um they, they're all solid guys, and Timothy Edwards, the Rev, he uh, he said some really kind words about On My Six and played a track of theirs from their album, The Waiting Game, which I'm going to do as well, which is what kind of inspired this whole episode is, is from Timothy Edwards doing that for them. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something too. Why not, right? And I really didn't have very much planned for this week. It's been a really off couple weeks. I haven't done much of, of anything when it comes to really communicating with other bands from over all around the world so I didn't have very much planned this week so I was really really happy that that worked out that way and conveniently it's Valentine's Day so I just wanted to show some local love to to my six and inspired by Timothy Edwards um, who does some amazing things for this area I love that guy shout out to you Tim Edwards the Rev I I, I don't know what else to call you (laughs) Um, but yeah on my six they um fuck man they've done so much for this community so many different benefits uh you guarantee if there was a benefit for something uh whether it be a family member that somebody else close to them lost uh somebody recovering from an injury somebody you know toys for tots uh stuff for the military um just everything benefits out the ass for these guys and they dedicate their time and their talent and everything and it's going to be really after the summer of 2020, the, the Rockford, Illinois area is definitely going to have a void in it with On My Six not being there anymore just because of that. Uh, because they did so much for the community and they supported local music more than... than, than I don't want to you know discredit anybody else, any other bands in the area, but they really did support local music in this area uh, as individuals as well as a band. I mean, you know, Rick, the vocalist, he... 99% of the time he starts off with you know we're on my 6 from Rockford, Illinois and we're fucking proud of it you know something along those lines and it really warms the heart you know being that I'm from the same area and uh, the last 8 years have been fucking phenomenal you know from, from seeing him at Take 20 to Bar 3 to, to, to Whiskeys to to Cronies to the Apollo to fucking Kish Tap even fuck there's so many different venues in the area that have come and gone that these guys have had the chance to play at and I've had the chance myself to see them play at and it's really cool because they um they cover Kill Switch Engage's song End of Heartache and there was a couple occasions to where um they allowed me to go on stage and, and, and sing that with them which was really cool uh one time they did a local they do, they do a local open mic night at Whiskey's Roadhouse which is one of the the main venues that people go to for heavy music it's one of the main venues in town that actually supports heavy music not very not very many venues in town support heavy music which is it's a shame like if i had the fucking money and the means to an end 
to open my own venue and have it just open on the weekends for heavy music for for bands and kids and you know people to play at I'd fucking do it in heartbeat but I just don't have the means to an end but I, I swear to god if I win the goddamn lottery that's one of the first things I'm gonna do for sure no doubt uh, but anyway they had this open mic thing which still goes on every Wednesday it's every Wednesday night at, at Whiskey's Roadhouse and um, Krevy the drummer of On My Six uh, hosted it and they did On My Six did a camera this was has to have been two or three years ago now um but they did an open mic session with on my six to where they just came in on my six did open mic and they just fucking tore the house down you know here it is nine ten o'clock at night on a wednesday you know a work night for most people and the whiskeys was packed and fans and people and friends and supporters of the, of the band and everything got to come in and Basically, if you're familiar with their songs, you had an opportunity to to jam out with them, and um, that was one of the occasions where I got to go up there and sing uh, "The End of Heartache," their cover of of Killswitch Engage's song "The End of Heartache," which they do amazing at. It's it's fucking it's great. And I had a lot of fun doing that. That's definitely a moment I will never forget. Uh, one of many for sure. Uh, but today I have their CD, "The Waiting Game," sitting right in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. And in the spirit of On My Six, I'm going to play six tracks off of this album. It's a nine-track album, uh, but I'm going to play six tracks of my favorite to kind of get it all out there and, and show some love to these guys. And, man, it's going to be crazy without them. Just thinking about it. But um, I got more stories, but I think for the sake of time, being that I'm going to play six tracks in the spirit of On My Six, uh, we're going to play the first track of the album The Waiting Game bitter endings cause constant anarchy love this song um, I remember when these guys first started playing these songs from this album and it, it fucking blew me away and it's really really awesome to see uh, how far The Waiting Game has come uh, when it comes to, to music and stuff because these guys these songs could definitely stand the test of time I mean you you wouldn't even I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm going I'm going on a weird angle here. Uh but I think we're just going to play the song. This is Bitter Endings Cause Constant Anarchy by On My 6. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. 
you know, I could I could literally close my eyes and and every time I hear a track off of the waiting game, I, I could close my eyes and visualize a moment in time and just have a memory attached to it. And um, it's crazy to think about how quick eight years goes by because I've been, you know, I'm 28 years old now. I'll be 29 this year. And um, I've been listening and supporting going to local music shows in this area since I was 14, 15 years old. And um, there's a stretch of time there, um, late 2010 or late late 2000s, early 2010s, to where a lot of the venues that supported heavy music coincidentally closed their doors at the same time due to reasons outside of their control. And it sucked for me because I wasn't 21 yet. And the remaining venues in town that did support heavy music all were 21 and up shows so I couldn't unfortunately couldn't go to them so I kind of fell out of the fucking fell out of the loop there when it came to local music like I still supported it you know on social media I think then you know Facebook was starting to really pick up MySpace was was I think close to if not dead at that point um and Facebook was really starting to rise and at the time I I moved uh for a brief stint I moved to Arizona for a while and then moved back. I was only out there for about six months. And I came back the the late winter, early spring, like March of twenty twelve. And um and um one of the one of the first things I did when I when I moved back to, to Rockford is is I immediately checked to see where local music was at. And because it was such a big passion of mine in high school and I, you know, went out every weekend every single weekend i mean the, the the way music was then was uh there was a lot more bands you know in the 2000s than there are now and i think majority of that reason is because there's like i mentioned earlier in the episode uh, unfortunately there's not very many venues in town anymore that support heavy music let alone venues that support all ages and that's the biggest thing i think is all ages venues and that probably speaks volumes for for other areas of of the country if not the world and for me, back then in high school, there was two or three different uh, open, or, um, all ages venues. Sorry, lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> um, you know, LTs and the Rock Box. Definitely, if you're from Rockford, Illinois, you and you're around uh, back then, you definitely know what I'm talking about when I say those two venues. Uh, but those are two of the main all ages venues uh, back then in the two thousand late two thousands, mid to late two thousands, I should say. And maybe even a little bit before, but uh, for me, at least back then in high school, it it inspired kids to pick up a, gu- a guitar pick, pick up a drumstick, pick up a microphone, you know, convince their parents to buy them instruments and jam the fuck out and play heavy music and and just have the time of our lives. And I was never in a band, um, but I, I supported a lot of the, the high school bands, and that's definitely I think why there was more bands back then than there are now. Um, there's don't get me wrong the Rockford Illinois music scene is, is pretty eclectic still it's there, there's definitely some pretty heavy hitters out there in the in the northern Illinois southern Wisconsin area so don't 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 get it twisted you know what I mean um but in comparison there, there was definitely a lot more bands back then because a strong percentage of them were high school bands and I think the biggest problem is that the fact that there's no all ages venues, no consistent all ages venues out there uh, in this area. It it, it kind of there's no inspiration, 
you know, for kids to want to pick up an instrument or pick up a microphone or what, what have you and, and, and convince their parents to buy them instruments. It just it doesn't happen that much anymore because there's nowhere for kids to play, which sucks. Uh, especially for the kids, because I had the time of my goddamn life in high school, you know, as a teenager, you know, 14, 15 years old, jamming the fuck out, getting to mosh pits, you know, wreaking havoc, doing fun shit. And um, fast forward, though, a little bit. Um, like I mentioned, I, I moved back from Arizona in, in the early, the early, uh, the early spring, March of 2012. And uh, like I said, the first thing I did was kind of see where local music was at. Is, is there any new venues opened? What you know? What are the new bands out there? And this was, you know, like I said, this was the dawn of not really the dawn, but the early air, the early days of Facebook. And then MySpace kind of wasn't nearly what it was, you know, two three years ago at that point. So it was more. It was still more word of mouth. I had to go to the to the old like the guitar center in town. And see if there's any flyers posted up, or go to Culture Shock, which is a it's a local a local business. They they concentrate more on records and stuff now, which is still pretty neat. Uh, but back then they were kind of had like heavy metal shirts and and a bunch of other stuff. And at the time, that brief moment in time where there was no all no all ages venues, Culture Shock tried to pick up the slack a bit and and open their doors. It's a fucking store for Christ's sakes, and they had a garage in the back that they had bands play out of which was really really awesome for the time but that that was very short-lived but still really cool that that happened uh but anyway i would have to go to the old spots to see if there's any flyers because even back in the myspace days you know you still had to fucking hit the pavement and pass out flyers so i had to figure out what was going on in the rockford illinois area back then and i came across this little band called aftermath which slowly ended up being on my six which is what this episode is all about and uh, there's a couple times I saw him at bar three a few times take 20 I want to say Mike's Roadhouse a couple times and a few other venues in town uh, that I'm probably missing uh, but eventually Aftermath became on my six they changed their name um, from Aftermath on my six you know with new lineups and everything and blah 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 so I mean it's been a long fucking eight years a long eight years and it's it doesn't seem like it's been that long you know, it's fucking 2020 and it's crazy. You know, I remember back then in high school, you know, I got a little brother and he's 18 now and he's graduating high school in 2020. So I graduated in 2010. And I think, and I remember thinking then, you know, how far away that was. And here we are, it's February, you know, and, and what, under six months, my brother's going to be walking the, going to be walking to graduation, you know, doing his thing, which is crazy. But eight years, man. And, um, it's just crazy to see them go from aftermath to opening for for hailstorm and in this moment at the metro center or bmo harris bank center which is the big arena in rockford and it's crazy i was there i had you know i bought tickets for that before on my six uh won a local battle of the bands to to be able to open for that and i bought tickets to that before that even happened because my mom is a really big hailstorm fan and that show was right around Mother's Day that year, which I believe was a couple years ago. And so I already bought tickets to surprise her for Mother's Day to go see Hailstorm. And then I found out on my six one, I was there for that too. But, you know, they won that and that was a big thing. And I think back, you know, 2012, coming back to town and trying to get my bearings and figure myself out. But seeing Aftermath at, at you know, Bar 3 and Take 20 and Mike's Roadhouse and stuff like that and then 
fast forward at that point, I think it was like 2018 that happened. I want to say, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong because my fucking years melt together now. <laughs> um, but to see them go from, from that to, to opening for in this moment, Hailstorm and, and the biggest arena in Rockford, it, it fucking, it felt great. And then I ended up finding, um, it felt great to see. I couldn't imagine how it felt for them. I mean, I kind of have an idea because they've, you know, I've asked, um, but for me to, to see that go full circle for them was really, really fucking awesome. Cause these guys are some of the greatest dudes I've ever met. And, um, I ended up finding Rick and Stu, um, who are the vocalist and bass player respectively, uh, in the crowd, uh, that night and just, you know, congratulated them and, and those two and the rest of the band. I mean, they've all become really solid dudes, really good friends of mine. And I'm really happy to call them friends and, and, and even more to some of them. And uh, it's really awesome. But before I get going too far, we still got a few more tracks to play off the waiting game that I want to kind of show you guys for those of you that may or may not have, have heard of the band on my six. Um, so this next song, I think we're just going to go down the list. I mean, some of my favorites just happen to be in numerical order on the waiting game. So the first track, which you just heard a few minutes ago, was called Bitter Endings Cause Constant Anarchy, and that is track one. Track two is called Retrospect, and this song is really neat. I love this song so much, and this song is featuring Mr. Mike LeBay of another local band called Modifier, and those guys at Modifier are fucking phenomenal as well. Um, I think I think I have their physical album in the collection. I'm going to have to bust that out and, and rip it to my computer and maybe do something with that too later on. Not today. Uh, but yeah, this is featuring Mike LeBay on vocals. He um he plays guitar and modifier, uh, but he's a really great singer on top of that. So uh, without further ado, this is Retrospect featuring Mike LeBay of Modifier. Let's fucking do it.
if you're a local listener of this podcast and you happen to be listening to this episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say on the occasions where Mike LeBay, who's the one that does uh, guest vocals on that song Retrospect, when he's in town, because he, he, he does, he's on the road a lot for work. And another solid dude, another good friend of mine. Shout out to Mike LeBay. Um, but when he's in town and he's available to to be able to come to an on my six show or, or you know if modifiers playing with him, um, he'll come up and he'll do that song live with on my six. And there's so much goddamn energy on that stage when those guys and and Mike LeBay perform that song. It's it's intense. I love it. It's just it's so much. It just brings the vibe of the whole fucking room. Just I, I don't know, man. There's just something about this band. Like, I, I swear to God, I don't know what it is. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to be a fan of this band. I'm really happy, even more happy to be able to call these dudes friends. You know, not just acquaintances, but friends. And, um, you know, that comes in the last eight years of, 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 of supporting these dudes, you know. And um, it's really cool, you know, some of these guys have become more than friends. They've become, you know, more like family. And it's, it's really awesome to have that kind of connection with somebody. You know, but then for it to, you know, blossom from, you know, where, where it became. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm being goofy. <laughs> but like I said, that song was called Retrospect. And um, The Waiting Game, it, it's it's definitely one of my favorite albums to come out of Rockford, Illinois. Uh, and uh, I, I have a lot of local music um, from the last fucking 15 years, I think. And if you look on my, um, I have it on my personal profile. I might. I might put it on my, the Straight to the Core, um, do it like a special album, like a special photo album. But a few years ago, uh, when I was doing the uh, the radio thing, um, I took the time to actually go through and find over 200 flyers from the last, at that time, the last 10 years, which was probably three or four years ago now, and uh, for local music for this area, and it took me a good few weeks to put all that together from just, uh, just uh, going back and looking through old myspace profiles somehow i remembered my login to my myspace profile which i think still exists i fucking have no idea but back then you know in the mid in the mid to late 2000s myspace was king you know myspace days were fucking amazing i miss it <laughs> um just for the music i mean myspace really fucking cared about music they really did even the bigger bands had their MySpace URL on everything. Everything. MySpace.com forward slash insert band name here. I mean, everybody used MySpace. It was great. And um, so I scrounged, you know, scrounged around and found all these old flyers from, from at that time, the last 10 years. Probably closer to 15 now, but I haven't had anything. I haven't added anything to it. And I think I might, I think I might um, bring that to the straight to the core page. Not sure yet. I don't know. Uh, it was on a different page, uh, but that page doesn't exist anymore uh, for reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it, it's man, 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 man. The the um, where was I gonna go with this? Oh yeah, duh. I was gonna tell another story. So there was this venue called Kishwaukee Tap, and I think the building's there still. I think it's still called that, but they don't do shows anymore i don't believe at least not to my knowledge but this was a few years ago and this place was small like small and uh there was one time one show i mean on my six played there on numerous occasions on uh, the brief they were they would open for a good i don't want to say six seven months maybe before um things changed and uh 
one occasion. Um, the stage was so small, and these guys are lively on stage. They are very energetic, especially Stu and Luke. Uh, Red is too. Um, everybody is. I mean, but Stu goes fucking bananas. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, this this stage is, is small for a five-piece band alone, not even considering the, the energetic fucking stage presence of on my six and um so rick the vocalist thought it was a good idea to stand on crevy's kick drum during the set and he almost fucking fell off the motherfucker <laughs> like the the the, the drums started to tip they started to tip and luckily crevy's dad was there with the fucking save out of nowhere because it was so packed i mean on my six has a huge following um in this area and so this little ass venue was fucking packed and so like i'm sitting at the bar you know the the, the stage is probably i don't know not even 20 feet in front of me but there were so many fucking people i saw it happen and there was no way in hell i was gonna get through these people and you know crevy's dad rob uh came out of fucking nowhere and just caught it caught the drums and and just it was fucking and but they all kept playing the whole fucking time they didn't miss a beat the whole band even crevy crevy and rick and the whole band i can't remember what song they were playing now um but the whole they just fucking kept going and it was the most epic thing i think i've ever seen period like not not period but i mean like one of the one of the most epic things that i've ever seen and it was fucking just one of those days where it just that moment, that moment, that memory kind of sticks out more than others just because of the fucking, the, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, just the fucking, I can't think right now. <laughs> just the, you know, the, uh, the, the outlandish fucking memory. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's the wrong word to use. It's just one of those moments that you're like, always remember. Um, but before I go too deep, we're already fucking 35 minutes deep in this episode. I've only played two tracks. So I think the next one, which was the first single they ever released, and I've heard this song so many times, and I love it still. And this is track three, like I said, coincidentally, in numerical order from the album, The Waiting Game. This is the song, Hey, check out my new bell. It's awesome. Let's do it. Don't 
occasions I've got to see these guys play in town if I was close enough to the stage I would try to watch Lucas play that guitar solo in that song every time and on the occasions that I got to get close enough to to witness that I'm just like Jesus Christ but then again I'm not a guitar player so for me it's fucking you know head explosion um and I've heard that song so many times because uh when I was doing the radio thing we, we played that quite frequently and um one thing I want to mention, the fact is that the Rockford area, they hold their own uh, music awards called the Rockford Area Music Industry Awards, or the Rammies. And on my six this year are getting inducted into the Rammy Hall of Fame. And in order to do that, you have to win five awards of the same category. So, for example, on my six have been nominated and won the award for best hard rock heavy metal original band in the Rockford area five years in a row. And this year they get to go in the Hall of Fame because of that. And they're the only, I believe, they're the only metal band from this area that has accomplished that. And that's a fucking, that's amazing. I mean, I mean, I mean you know, you'd think there'd be more 
how much talent there is in heavy music around this area, you'd think there'd be more bands in the Hall of Fame, but there just isn't. And I don't know why. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like, On My Six is the first band to accomplish that, and hopefully not the last, because I can think of many, many different bands in this area that deserve that same honor. Uh, but five years in a row, I, be- I believe it's in a row. If it's not five years in a row, it's five. They've won five times, period. And uh, one of those times I, I witnessed that and I had the honor of being nominated myself uh, for being a part of the radio station uh, that I was a part of. We got nominated uh, for best radio station. So that was really neat to even be nominated. We didn't win, um, <laughs> but it was still cool to be nominated. And my fiance at the time, her dad is also a musician and he's in a, uh, I would say like a classic heavy metal um, original slash cover band uh, called Prowler and that was at the time that was I think her dad's band was only really playing out for a good year solid straight and her dad and her dad and his band got nominated for the best hard rock heavy metal covers band and also um, artist of the year they got nominated for and um, I think on my six has gotten that but that's it's weird how they do the voting either way so my fiance it was like on cloud nine, like her her boyfriend, or at the time her boyfriend, and her dad were both nominated for a Ramy, which was really cool. And that was one of the years that on my six won. Um, and I think I still have that that booklet, like the they give like a if you go to like any kind of ceremony or awards thing, they give you like a dais of what the fuck's happening, you know, what the the order of awards being announced and everything, and uh, where they host it. It it there's a stage, so a few bands not necessarily heavy bands, um, but bands nonetheless got to play. And it's really, it's a really cool experience, uh, the Rammies. That's really the only one uh, that I went to because I was nominated. Honored, I was honored to be nominated um, to be a part of that radio station, to be a part of that whole experience. That was really cool. Um, no matter how you slice it, that was a really cool moment. And um, it was really cool to see those guys win that year and then they're going to the Hall of Fame this year. And that's just, fuck, that's something to be proud of. Like I said, these guys have done so much for the Rockford area. It's, it's, it's insane how much they are supported and how devastated I'm sure most people are that the summer of 2020 will be the last, but I can't blame them. I really can't. I understand completely as to why and life changes and eight years is a long time for things to change in people's lives, you know? And, uh, but I think we're going to play another track. And, um, the last track you just heard was called, Hey, check out my new bell. It's track three. And, um, is called Vague Book, and we're just going down the fucking list here, just coincidentally. We played tracks one, two, three, and this is track four, called Vague Book. And this song is one of their, it's it's one of the groovier songs uh, on The Waiting Game, and it's definitely one of my favorites, which is why it's one of my favorites uh, from this album. And um, yeah, so let's fucking get into it. This is Vague Book by On My Six. Yeah. 
swear that that breakdown gets me every single time, especially live. And um, that was fucking awesome. I love that song. That was the track Vague Book, track four off of The Waiting Game. And uh, it's crazy how much this town fucking appreciates on my six. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're not from here, but you have your own respective uh, local scene from wherever you're from, I can probably safe to say in assuming that everybody somewhat knows everybody or at least knows of people like oh hey there's that one guy or hey there's that one chick or oh hey isn't that guy in that one band that played a couple weeks ago that kind of thing and uh, but on my six like i could go to fucking walmart or, or you know somewhere at some odd ass hour and i would see somebody that i don't even fucking know wearing an on my six shirt or an on my six hoodie or have the fucking beanie on or have a bumper sticker on their car i mean i know i had the bumper sticker on my car but it's i don't you know i don't own that car anymore unfortunately um but you know it's crazy how much you could just go anywhere and you'll see an on my six shirt somewhere and it's just like that's fucking sweet hell yeah that's dope and so when these guys uh when the summer of 2020 comes and goes which i don't want it to to be honest with you uh, because of this uh but i mean i can't like i said earlier i can't blame these guys uh for for wanting to to you know end it i guess without a such a harsh fucking sentence there but <laughs> you know i mean eight years ago um you know nobody so i think only one of them had kids um one or two of them had kids nobody was married uh, nobody had really any super big obligations but you fast forward now all but one have kids. Some of them gotten married. Some of them are engaged to be married. Some of them, you know, just life. Some of them bought a house. You know, like they meant they mentioned that in their Facebook post. All these things, and I can't fucking blame them. I mean, life is just at some point, life has to just take off. You know, and and it's different. I mean, even myself, I look back to where I was in 2012 versus where I'm at now. I myself, I'm getting married. You know, I don't have any kids, but you know, I have a you know, all these different bills that I didn't have eight years ago. I have a loving fiance that I didn't have eight years ago. You know, I have all these things that I didn't have and I'm concentrating more on now. So I can, I can personally completely relate to a couple of them as to where they're at right now. Cause some of them, I find inspiration from to like buy that house or, you know, have that wedding, have that awesome wedding. And, you know, it's just, I can't, I, I can't blame them. I really can't. And I completely understand, you know, the difference between eight years ago to 2012 to now. And it's just crazy how quick that time just fucking goes, you know? And it just, next thing you know, here I am myself, I'm getting fucking married in 2022. And, you know, I got all these plans for my life and all these things I want to get. I want to pay my car off. You know, I eventually want to buy a house. I want to fucking do all this shit. I have all these plans for me alone. And these guys, I'm sure, have, these guys, some of them have already met the things that I want to do personally, but other guys are on this kind of similar path that I am. And it's really awesome to see that everybody is living their best life. You know, all these guys are living their best life. They created their music. They were passionate about it. The, the music and the band took them to places I think they probably never thought they'd ever see. You know, they, they toured all over the U.S., played with some amazing bands, some big ass, some big name bands. They played in the same festival as Slipknot, for fuck's sake, a couple of years ago. You know, they've opened for, for amazing bands, and they've done, they've accomplished so much shit. I say shit as a, as, as a, as a good way, in a good way, you know. And, you know, I, I would, I would, 
live vicariously through these guys because they would go live and they would go to Boston or they go to the East Coast, which they've done numerous times, and they'd take live videos. They'd go live on Facebook and be on the beach and doing all this fun shit. And then I'd you know tune in or whatever and see what they're doing. I would live vicariously through these guys because you know I live in Illinois. Yeah, it's a landlocked state, so I'm almost 30 years old, and I've still never seen the ocean, which is sad, to be honest. I mean, I just don't get out much. But if I knew, if I was, I would never dream in a thousand fucking years for me that if I were ever to pick up an instrument and actually own the craft of being a musician and being a band and create that band and build that band up and eventually go fucking tour the East Coast or the West Coast or somewhere where there's an ocean and be able to walk the beach and realize that my band is what brought me there. That's fucking amazing for those guys, for real. And uh, so, I mean, fuck, man. It's going to suck. It really is. It's going to suck. It's going to suck for a lot of people. And But I, like I said, I can't blame them. I really can't. I can't be mad. I don't think anybody's really mad about it. They're completely understanding, which is another thing that I that I love about the, the, the responses that I've seen personally for these guys. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm really close to a few of these dudes in this band. And one of them, I'm even honored to be a part of their wedding. As I mentioned, they're getting engaged or whatever. And, uh, I've been asked to be a part of their wedding, which is really fucking sweet and honored to, to, to be a part of that. And it's really awesome. Um, to even have that experience and be able to create those memories with these guys beyond the music, you know, which is why I think, I appreciate these guys more is because I've gotten to know them more beyond the music and uh, it's got, it's gotten to become more of that. So like this episode for me is kind of hitting home more than I think it should. Um, just because of all the memories and which is fine. It's, it's okay. Um, hopefully cause there's so much talent in this band, hopefully out of the ashes of on my six, hopefully as time goes on and, and these guys get to where they want to be, uh, hopefully some of them decide to, to make more music doing something else because I'd really I'd know for a goddamn fact that that's going to be something. You know, it's going to be something awesome and something fucking crazy cool. And uh, I look at like, I look at bands like back in the back in the 2000s, like speaking of Boston and the, in the East Coast area, like the, the, the fucking metalcore scene up there in the fucking mid, early to mid 2000s. I mean, out of the ashes of a few bands, if you watch like the Kill Switch Engage documentary from 2004, uh, bands like All the Remains and, and Shadows Fall and Kill Switch Engage and uh, Bleeding Through and I think Atreyu even. A lot of those bands came from the ashes of just like two bands. Same thing with like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I got that story right. So like Shadows Fall and All the Remains and Kill Switch Engage especially all came from the ashes of two different bands. I think it was like Overcast and Aftermath. Um, not Aftermath. Um Fuck. Overcast and Aftershock. Not Aftermath. Aftermath is what on my six beat. Never mind. <laughs> it's Overcast and Aftershock uh, is where those three bands, and now look at those. I mean, uh, Killswitch and All the Remains are still doing awesome, but um, I don't, Shadows Fall is on hiatus, I believe. I don't think they're officially broken up. I don't know. But back to what I was saying, hopefully... After, you know, the dust settles from on my six, uh, calling it a career and, and hanging up the boots, if you will, hopefully like some of these guys decide to pick up the instrument again and go out and do something new. So uh, that's just my wishes. I'm, I'm assuming a couple of them will, I'm not going to, um, assume too deep cause it's really not my place. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
But uh, for the sake of my ears and the glorious sounds of music, hopefully I can hear some uh, some new things from from the different members of On My Six. And that'd be really that'd be really cool to see. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. No big deal. Um, but before I go ranting and raving, we're approaching a fucking hour, and I still got a couple songs left I want to play. Uh, so the track you just heard was called Vague Book. That was track four. This next track is track five, Prove Me Wrong. And this one is kind of one of their more slower songs, but it has a good transitional thing going on. It's it's it starts off slow, it kicks in, and then kinda it kinda roller coasters, if you will. Up and down, up and down, but it's a really good style the way they meld it all together. And it's again, it's one of my favorites. Uh so this is track five called Prove Me Wrong by On My Six. Let's do it.
See what I'm saying? How it kind of roller coasters up and down there a bit? I love it. I fucking love it. That was proved me wrong. Behind my six, track five, off of their album, The Waiting Game. And um, like I mentioned earlier, these guys made the post uh, last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. Last week, uh, making the announcement official that, that the summer of 2020 is going to be their last. And um, one of the one of the cool things that I can respect the fuck out of is they say, and I quote, some of you may be thinking, why not play here or there, etc. Here's why. We have too much respect for the legacy we built to become those guys that just won't let go. And that's that's mad, mad respect for that. Like, you have no idea how fucking... Just, that man, that's that had to been a tough choice, you know, just for for five dudes to come to that one agreement, and that must have been have, must have been, excuse me, a tough decision to make. You know, I couldn't imagine. I mean, it was tough for me, you know, and then kind of to relate a personal a personal choice that I made when I was doing the whole radio thing. You know, I I had such a passion for that, um, that it was really tough for me to do that as well. Um, at the time, especially, and then, but like I mentioned before, we played "Prove Me Wrong." You know, I miss being behind the mic, which is the main reason why I started this fucking podcast. You know, so I'm hoping if if the, if these guys have the same mindset that I do about something I'm passionate about, which is you know doing something along these lines with the podcast or being on internet radio, like I was a few years ago, and whatever. You know, I left that got the itch and started this, you know, started straight to the core. And here we are 21 episodes later and counting and I'm having the time of my life, you know, and uh, hopefully it took me a good couple of years to get to this point. So I'm not expecting anything, you know, soon. Uh, but I still have mad, mad respects for the fact that, that they have too much respects for the legacy of on my six to, to prolong it any longer than it needs to be, you know? And that's, excuse me. That's, that's awesome. It's really awesome. Mad, mad respect for that. Mad props. You know, pat yourselves on the back, gentlemen. That that takes some fucking strength. And I can definitely, definitely respect that for sure. Uh, one thing I will remember and I will, I will never forget, I should say, is the day that the waiting game came out. It was at the District, which is a bar downtown. And uh, it's a pretty decently sized bar, to say the least. It's It's a pretty beefy bar. Um considering that it's downtown Rockford and uh, they had their CD release there. And I can't remember who played that now. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, fuck. I can't remember on the top of my head right now. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, but I remember I bought I bought a VIP for that just, just uh, to show my support for these dudes. And I can't remember how much it was, but that's irrelevant. Um, and it came with like the CD, a physical copy of the CD, a T-shirt, like a lanyard, a couple other cool bells and whistles. It was a really fun time. And I'm really happy I did that um, because they give the the T-shirt that that they got made for the VIPs was special in a sense that it had uh, some cool things on the back more so than the because the T-shirt was it had the album cover on the front and then it had the back artwork from the album on the back. Well, the VIP shirt had a bunch of thank yous, like shout outs to people. And at the time, I was still a part of the radio station. And then they gave us a shout out on the back, which is really cool um, to have to, to to see that. And um, I think they did it in the liner notes as well. I don't remember. Um, but that day, 
that fucking place was packed. Just fucking packed for a, a local metal band CD release show to be in a bar in downtown Rockford. Not knowing that fast forward, you know, a year or two after that, they'd be playing in the big ass red building we call the Metro Center a couple years later, opening for Hailstorm. I mentioned that a bit earlier. Um, but it, fuck, man, that was a good night. That was a really fun night. I'm really happy. To, I'm, I'm literally holding the same copy I got that night right in front of me. And, um, fuck yeah, that was a good day. So, ah, man, got one more song I think we're going to play. And then um, I'm going to announce a few things, not announce, but kind of reiterate a few things that the band's already announced when it comes to some of their final shows of 2020. And uh, I'm going to play the last song that I want to play, the sixth song in the spirit of On My Six. Um, This song is called The Waiting Game, the title track of the album. It is track eight. And this this song features uh, Mr. Jason Sorrentino, also of Modifier. The, The song Retrospect, which he played a bit earlier, uh, features the guitar player modifier Mike LeBay. Well, this song features the vocalist of modifier doing guest vocals as well on the waiting game and which is the title track track eight of the waiting game. And, um, like I said, I, I wanted to play six tracks in the spirit of on my six. And this is the, uh, the sixth track and the final track of the day or a little over an hour. I didn't want to prolong this episode too long. Cause I know I could fucking sit in front of this microphone and just, tell stories for for hours and hours and hours and uh i fucking it's already getting late (laughs) as it is for me so i don't want to i don't want to fucking you know bore you i'm not necessarily bore you guys but i mean like i love podcasts i do but at some point like anything over two hours i'm kind of like all right like fuck (laughs) you know what i mean i only got so much attention so i don't want to i don't want to prolong this episode too long um, but without further ado, uh, we're getting into this track. This is track eight, the title track of The Waiting Game, featuring Jason Sorrentino of Modifier. Let's fucking do it.
track of the waiting game featuring jason sorrentino of modifier and man i'm gonna fucking miss these guys just thinking about this is the last song i'm playing tonight you know the sixth song and the spirit on my six and here we are you know six seven short months away from these guys hanging it up you know and it fucking it bums me out like just as a fan as a friend it does but i'm happy for them as well i'm happy for them in a sense that the amount of strength it must have taken for the five of these dudes to make that announcement, to make that decision, and to stick with it. It, uh, you know, because each of them are trying to, and they are, they're they're in the, they're living their best lives right now, all five of them, and I couldn't be more happy for each and every one of them. And um, it, I, I like I mentioned earlier, I can, I I can't blame them. I really can. That's gonna bum me out as a fan, you know, a little bit of selfishness going here. Uh, to 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 have that sadness and listen into the waiting game there the 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 title track the the last track we're gonna play today, it it man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be weird for sure for sure for sure. But like I said, I can always go back and listen to it. it it'll always be there, you know, it'll always be there. And I, I if you don't have a physical copy of uh, the waiting game. Um, be sure to hit up on my six if you want uh, to have these tunes. It's a nine-track album. Um, the only tracks I didn't play are Fiend, Alpha Omega, and Barefoot in Boston. And those tracks are all great as well. I just wanted to do six of them in the spirit of on my six, and those just happen to be six of my favorites. Nothing to take away from the other three tracks because Barefoot in Boston, Alpha Omega, and um, and Fiend are all very great tracks as well. But I just those six that we play today kind of stick out more to me personally. So I wanted to kind of play those more than the other three. Um, but they mentioned, or I, or what they mentioned, and as kind of to piggyback on what I mentioned about the post they made, um, they also made a couple announcements 
um, on my six did, and I'm just gonna kind of reiterate. Um, they made it known that they are going to be they are going to be um, a handful. They're gonna play a handful of select shows in the coming months, um, and they want to play at other places that help build the machine they call on my six. And um, the one of the first ones they announced, actually Timothy Edwards, who I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Uh, from 104.9 The X, who hosts the Revolution Regional Radio Stage. Um, he announced on last Sunday's episode, which kind of, how I mentioned in the beginning, kind of inspired me to do this episode. I'm not going to announce anything for the band. I'm just going to kind of reiterate what, what, what the Rev said on The X. And uh, 104.9 WXRX, the Revolution Regional Radio Stage, present a monster show at the Apollo Theater. It's on my 6, 420 band, Genotype, Reckless Redemption, Psychobilly Death Clowns and Tomorrow's Yesterday. It's all ages. It's Saturday, April eighteenth. Doors are at six. Shows are at show is at six thirty. Um, Eight dollars in advance. Ten dollars at the door. Uh, they got fifteen dollar balcony seats and twenty one and up to drink with ID. And uh, a lot of these bands have been around this area for for a long time. Uh, Tomorrow's Yesterday. They're they're um the lead guitar player, Mr. Mikey Hodge. He um. He's the one that, that I mentioned it before, but he's the one that wrote the intro and the outro to this podcast. And um, so I'm really happy for him and tomorrow's yesterday to be able to be on this bill as well as on my six being able to headline the Apollo one more time. Because I think personally one of the one of the biggest moments I think that I'm happy to have witnessed for these guys is that Battle of the Bands that I mentioned earlier. Um, just the energy from the crowd and everything. And then another one, I didn't get to go to the other one, but... Uh, when they opened, they opened for I Prevail. I Prevail played at the Apollo. And um, Rick, who's a, who's a really, really good friend of mine, he would always say that's probably one of his favorite shows. Um, and uh, I didn't get to go to that one. I don't remember why, for what reason. Now, I, I in, in hindsight, I don't fucking remember why I didn't go to that. But I saw pictures, and Rick would tell me the stories, and the other guys would tell me the stories about how fucking energetic that night was. Uh, but when they won the Battle of the Bands gig at, at the Apollo, um, that was fucking crazy. That was a really good night. I'm really happy for them for that whole, that whole thing that, 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 what that led up to is, is, is full circle, completely full circle. Starting out playing, you know, is, is in bar three and then, you know, and, and take 20 and starting off, very, very, you know, playing in front of 20 people to playing in front of fucking thousands at, at the BMO, at the Metro Center. It's one of those things, like, you guys ever have, like, the people that aren't from my area, you have one of those things in your hometown where it's been known by one fucking name for as long as you can remember, and then some big conglomerate fucking buys it out and then renames it to themselves, like the BMO, BMO Harris Bank. Now it's called the BMO Harris Bank Center, What's always going to be the fucking Metro Center to me. I don't give a shit. Anyway. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, the Rev on the X announced this show, Pack the Apollo, local showcase. I'm definitely going to have to go to this. I'm not going to miss this. Saturday, April 18th, I'll kind of go over it again here. Uh, it's Pack the Apollo, local showcase, on my 6, 420, Genotype, Tomorrow's Yesterday, Psycho Billy Death Clowns, and Reckless Redemption. Saturday, April 18th, doors are at 6, show's at 630, $8 in advance, $10 day of, uh, or you can do $15 upgrade balcony tickets. And it is all ages, 21 and up, 
or all ages, 21 to drink with ID, I should say. And uh, it's, it's a really awesome way to, to, to kick off the, uh, the spring summer of 2020 is to why not head that a fucking show with the Apollo. It's going to be lit. I'm really excited for that. And, um, shout out to the Rev again for, uh, I need to get him on the podcast cause I actually had the honor of, of sharing the mic with him on the local radio station on one of his, uh, one of his revolution, uh, radio stage shows. This was a couple of years ago, but it was really cool. Like my fiance and my mom got to listen to it on me on the radio. It's really, really awesome. It was just for an hour, but I mean, that's one of those things that, that here I am talking on a podcast, you know, and it's, it's to be on the local radio station is kind of cool. You know, it's nothing that, I mean, I think on my six has been on there too, on the, on the show as physically, not necessarily as a musical choice from the rev, you know, playing their songs. I think those guys have actually been physically in the studio with the rev as well, uh, to do an episode with him on, uh, for that hour on Sundays. So shout out to the rev. I got to get him on. I got to hit him up and be like, Hey dude, you want to come, you want to come do this thing? That'd be awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. But anyway, um, so yeah, that one's awesome. And then yet the second one they announced is the final invasion. And uh, for those of you that don't know what an invasion is, it's the thing that people have been putting on. On my sick, has done have done quite a few, and other people have done a quite a, uh, have done their own versions of the invasion. And basically, in a nutshell, invasions quotes in the air are a bunch of Rockford local bands that rent out a couple buses, like coach buses, and drive to the bands and the fans and the people that buy tickets to the, both buses drive to somewhere outside Rockford. Maybe Madison, Chicago, um, other places just outside of Rockford. They all meet up at one designated place. This one's going to meet up at, at Whiskey's Roadhouse, which I've mentioned before on this episode and a couple other episodes as well. Um, but basically, you buy the ticket. It's like 25 bucks, I think. Let me uh, Let me double check this here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I think it's 25 bucks. Yeah, 25 bucks for the final invasion experience. So, um, anyway, so the invasions is basically the bands, all the bands that are playing, and all the people that bought tickets just pack onto these buses, and it's a party bus. So you can bring no glass, but you can bring booze. You can bring like beer and, 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 and liquor and stuff. It just can't be in a glass. And uh, you pretty much party all night. You buy a ticket, you party on the bus, get to the venue, jam the fuck out with all these bands, and by the time the fucking day is over, everybody's stupid. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things, everybody's partied out. Some people keep going, but other people are just like, oh, you know, I want to take a nap. And the way, at least that's the way all the invasions that I've been on, I'm that guy where I just want to fucking sleep because I'm just had too much maybe, or I just fucking, I don't know. It's been, but those are fun. They're definite memories of a few invasions um, that I've been on. But the final invasion, at least with On My Six, is May 9th, which I believe is a Saturday. Yes. So Saturday, May 9th, the final invasion. It is On My Six, The Silent Truth, Consume the Divide, Fool's Brew, and Oblivion Zero. And um, it's 25 bucks a ticket, and we're all going to the Looney Bin. And uh, where's the Looney Bin at? I forget. Bradley, Illinois. That's right. It's a bit south of Chicago, if I remember right. I've only been there a couple times. Um, but it's at the Looney Bin. It's 25 bucks for the final invasion. 10 bucks at the door if you don't want to take the bus. So you could still go if you choose to, but 
Um, it'll be ten dollars at the door. But if you want to take the bus, it's twenty five. And this one is tempting, fucking tempting. God, I'm I'm probably gonna end up going to this too, just just because it's it's the last few shows on my six, and I want to fucking be there for it, you know. And uh, that's gonna be fun. Invasions are fucking awesome. I've always had a good time. Um, but, but again, the final invasion Saturday, May 9th Show starts at 8.30 It's on my 6 Consume the Divide A Silent Truth Oblivion Zero And Fool's Brew 25 bucks To get on the bus 10 bucks at the door If you want to drive there yourself uh, The bus leaves Whiskey's Roadhouse At 6pm sharp So if you're taking the bus And you buy a ticket to this Make sure you're fucking At Whiskey's In the bus by 6pm And you can leave your car parked At Whiskey's I've done it before on other places I mean there's been different locations uh, where invasions have started and then you know you come back and pick your car up uh, but that's going to be fun uh, a couple of those but I, think, I don't think I've ever seen Fool's Brew or Oblivion Zero Live so I'm definitely curious about that so I want to check those guys out for sure uh, but yeah that's that's the only two that they've announced so far I'm assuming there's going to be more for sure uh, but the first one like I said Pack the Apollo April 18th 2020. Uh, on my six, 420, genotype. Tomorrow's yesterday. Psychobilly Death Clowns or Reckless Redemption. Um, doors are at six. Shows at 630. $8 in advance. $10 at the door. That's all ages. Or you can do a $15 balcony upgrade. Forgot to mention that. It's all ages. 21 up. 21 drink with ID. I want to keep wanting to say 21 and up, but it's not 21 and up. It's all ages. 21 drink with ID. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great summer. I got a feeling. I got a feeling it's gonna be a really fucking kick-ass summer, and I'm, it's gonna be sad to see these guys go. And I just wanted to take the time to dedicate a whole episode, inspired by the Rev and what he did uh, on the X uh, last Sunday, um, saying some kind words. And like I said in, in the beginning of the episode, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do a whole episode for these guys, just just cause, cause I I didn't really have any planned anything planned for this week when it came to. Uh, any other bands uh, but next week kind of inspired by the local the local trend here um, and I have a good good friend damn near my brother uh, Mr. Anthony Tater Zaytek of the brand new band Silent System um, he's going to be on next week in person it's going to be our first interview straight up interview on the podcast with my good friend Tater of Silent System another uh, up and coming band from the Rockford area and um, it's going to be fun next week's going to be fun this week has been pretty awesome um, so I don't know man I don't know I just got to give some love to uh, to Rick, Crevy, Stu, Luke and Red um, I love you guys um, I completely understand why you're doing this and why you need to do it to kind of you know you got to live your lives I get it I get it 100%, 110%. Um, it's been really awesome these last eight years to to really see you guys go from playing in front of 20 people to playing in front of thousands at the at the Metro Center. That's, that's really That was really awesome to see and how it came full circle for you guys. And, um, you know, pat yourselves on the back for an amazing career. As on my six, um, you guys have done things that I probably never will as a person, as a human being. You know, you've seen things that I probably never will. Not that it's not in my wheelhouse, but it's just the decks really aren't stacked in my favor in that regard. You know what I mean? So, you know, 
pat yourselves on the back. Like I said, you guys have, have seen some shit, good and bad and everything in between. Nobody's perfect, but you guys have accomplished more in eight years than people will in their entire lives, myself included. And that's something to be super proud of. And I'm really happy for you guys. I'm happy that collectively you guys are happy and that this that this decision is something that's going to continue that happiness for you guys as human beings, for you guys as people. Um, I love you guys again, like I said, and uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And I hope that, for me personally, I hope that you know a few of you, if not all of you, Maybe somewhere down the line, do like a reunion gig, like ten years so down the road after everything settles from you, from you know you get everything in order that you guys need to get in order, and you know, or maybe some new bands come out or some new ventures or some new something new. I don't know. That's just me thinking selfishly. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just I'm really happy for you guys the way you've been and uh, to be able to to consider you guys friends and vice versa. Um, some of you guys even more than friends. I've I've gotten closer. I've gotten closer to these guys than anybody else, I think, in local music in the last long time, <laughs> long, long time. And so for me, it's bit, it hits a bit more, um, it's a bit more saddening for me to see these guys go because of all the memories. And for me, it's just like, I don't want to let go yet, you know, I don't want to fuck, I want to create more, but I can create more outside of the music, which is another awesome thing to, uh, to consider you know, outside looking in kind of thing. Um, but again, I think, uh, we're, we're right at the hour and a half mark. So I think this is probably a good, a good section to end at. Um, like I said, these guys aren't on Spotify. They took themselves off Spotify. So if you're interested in getting some on my six tunes, hit them up on Facebook or, uh, hit me up. I'll, I'll point you in the right direction. You want to, you want to they're they're tagged like anything that don't this is just kind of like a a special episode um after this week and the next week will be an interview with tater of silent system and then the week after that i think things for the podcast will be you know two or three bands a week and playing some tunes and jamming out and doing some shit from bands all around the world um these next couple weeks are just going to be a bit out of the norm you know and it's it's okay it's okay so um on my six there are tagged on both Facebook and Instagram if you're interested in getting some music from these guys or some merch now would be the time to do it 100% because I believe once everything's gone it's gone uh, don't quote me on that so don't don't quote me on that but I'm assuming in the sense that you know they're after the summer that's they're gonna hang up the boots if you will so if you want some on my six gear some on my six music hit them up because now is the time to do it before it's too late and uh, so shout out again to Rick, Crevy, Stu, Luke, and Red. Um, I love you guys. Uh, thank you for being you. Thank you for, for fucking the last eight years of, of rattling the eardrums and uh, making awesome music and just being awesome people and being even better friends. And uh, I can't thank you enough for the last eight years. Um, I think I could speak for a lot of people when I say that the music you made has meant a lot to a lot of people in Rockford, Illinois, especially. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I think before I go on a fucking tangent again, um, this should probably be a good stopping point. I think <laughs> before I'm going to end up repeating myself or saying something goofy or I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> but thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to all my six. Um,
Thank you to 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 everybody. Stay tuned next week for Tater uh, of Silent System, um, another another up and coming local Rockford band. We're gonna have him on first interview, so I'm excited. I haven't quite dialed in long distance interviews yet, which is why nothing has really happened yet with that. I have a lot of plans. Don't get me wrong, I have a ton of plans when it comes to um, long distance interviews because the majority of the bands that I have the honor of featuring on this podcast have been from around the world. Um, on my six is the first band that I've showcased or featured locally. And um, not it's not a dig or anything at anybody locally. It's just kind of the way it worked out. Um, I'm sure if I reached out to people, they would be more than happy to be on the podcast. But I just, I'm kind of concentrating on other things and, you know, how it goes. <laughs> um, but that's nothing to take away from anybody else because, like I said, and I'll stick to it, you know, Rockford, Illinois, and this area that I'm from has some of the best heavy music you can imagine. And so I, I feel I will we'll fucking we'll sprinkle in some local love every now and again, along with the international love and national love, I should say, not necessarily just na- or international, but, you know, I want to cover more of the states, too. And uh, kind of give kind of give uh, bands from outside of my area an outlet to really showcase their tunes and showcase their art and everything. So, um, but yeah, next week's going to be fun um, week after that. This is going to be fun as well. I got big things planned for 2020 uh, for Straight to the Core. I'm really, really happy about where this podcast is going. And uh, fuck yeah, let's fucking ride it. It's only February. It's February fucking it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hug your loved ones. If you are if you don't necessarily have a significant other, give your fucking cat a hug. Give your dog a hug. Go have a beer. Do what you got to do. I know some people aren't the biggest fans of Valentine's Day. I myself have a very loving fiance, so shout out to you, Nicole. I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you all. If you have loved ones, I'll give them a hug for me. Tell them Matt Massacre says hi. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's been a great episode 21. Great episode 21. Next week's going to be fun with Tater, Silent System. Week after that, back to the same old, same old of jamming out to some fucking heavy fucking metal. My name is Matt Massacre. It's been amazing. Twenty or episode twenty one. Shout out again to all my six. I love you guys. Everybody, stay safe out there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Stay heavy. Stay hard. Stay deep. Love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.